Welcome to Grace in 30 on WERALP Arlington 96.7 FM. This is Ed Mellick, and I'm joined by my co-host Sal Dietrich. Sal, you excited about tonight's program? Ed, tonight the world of fashion, faith, and a story of a successful entrepreneur. For listeners, we're joined by Eliona Isakova and Annabelle Foray from Leonard Charitable Foundation. Uh, Eliona had a dream career uh, audience as a haute couture, I hope I got that right, fashion designer uh, named a finalist in the prestigious Nina Rishi fashion competition in Moscow. Um, she was at the top of her game, but but soon found herself thinking, you know, is this all there is, designing fashion? And, and in that process, developed a great faith that has led her on an amazing journey to design clothing, fashion, dresses that represent the story of the Bible and become a successful entrepreneur, meeting a businessman she barely knew who believed in her mission to build a line of fashion for God. Her Beauty by God collection has since been shown in London, Jerusalem, Moscow, Australia, and the United States. Uh, She's recently launched this Leonard Charitable Foundation. It's uh, really running a fashion design competition uh, here to create God-inspired designs. It'll be revealed at the DC Fashion Week in Washington, DC, September uh, 2018. Eliona and Annabelle, welcome to Grace and 30. Thank you. Thank you so much. No, welcome. And uh, hopefully you'll be able to help Ed and I with our wardrobe uh, <laughs> by the end of the show. <laughs> That's a tall order. Yeah. Eliona, not long after you, you, you had a period after you were kind of riding high and you started questioning your life, and you went uh, to a Christian conference in Russia, and it, it had a real strong effect on you. So uh, we were hoping you could tell us what happened then and how it changed you. It was 91. It was perestroika in Russia. It was very strange and powerful time. Mm. I grew up in a communist country, in a wonderful, wealthy family, and my parents care about me, but nobody told me about God, and I have no idea about Jesus. Mm. And I can tell you, my dear spoiled Americans, <laughs> even Christian people hear and know about God, and they deeply in the heart, they know, they hope is here. But when you grow in communist country without God, it is really deep in your heart, you felt so alone. It's like darkness inside you, because without God, we, we, we have no hope. And all my life, I looking for meaning of, of my life. I was successful artist from my childhood, my first solo art show when I was 14 years old, teenager, and was successful in TV companies made broadcast about that and but after every su- successful um, event in my life and I go to my studio and look to piece of white paper deep in my heart I felt terrible fear if I do something wrong people don't like me mm, so here you were in a, a, a almost like a child prodigy, really, in Russia. I mean, you were, at a young age, sought after to develop fashion and really were, were sort of leading a fashion trend in Russia at a time, as you say, coming out even out of communism, you know, w- 
you were really on the frontier of something that was emerging within Russia as the sort of this new identity, but yet you felt this sort of emptiness in, in a way. And, and uh, you know, as you said, without a sense of anything more than that, you were always concerned about, you know, failure in some ways, even though you were an incredibly talented, sought-after person. Talent came from God, but we can use that for different ways. And when I won, uh, uh, I was finalist on very famous competition in Russia, and then all my dreams become the true because I people with money to invest my name and can imagine when you're just 25 years old baby <laughs> and you have a company with your name what could your company in the best place in Moscow it is amazing I was really proud about that but I remember deep in my heart I felt so I just think it, it's all what I it's meaning for my life just just change colors of clothes they create a new design every day it is all it's it's too boring <laughs> <laughs> you also mentioned that when you were in the countryside that you saw a beauty in those people they may, they weren't dressed fancy like the folks in the city um, they didn't look beautiful on the surface but you saw something different can you can you comment on oh, that? Oh, it wasn't countryside. It was in middle of the Moscow, but it was one of the first Christian conference where the young people from countryside, the Christian young people, they came. You know, in Russia, Christian people in in communist times they cannot have education and can live in countryside, and it wasn't fashionable young people. But when I attend that conference, I saw they real beauty uh, in their faces. I saw something what I looking for all my life. It was in the faces when they pray. I can see power and beauty together. Before that, I saw beauty without power or power without beauty. <laughs> but together I can see light what I looking for. And in that moment, I just I just think in my heart, I wanted, I really wanted, and I opened my heart for Jesus in that moment. So, not long. How long after that did you have the vision to create this collection of haute couture dresses that were inspired by the Bible? Yeah, and take a step back. T tell the audience what is haute couture, because Ed tried to get <laughs> me spun up on this. You know, his daughter Shannon is a fashion student at Prep, but uh, the audience probably doesn't realize the extensive beauty and also the just just the market that haute couture i mean we're talking about very expensive very high-end clothing here um annabelle maybe you can explain what is it <laughs> <laughs> well haute couture is um the individual fashions where um, dresses are designed specifically for a person. They are made of the very finest materials. Generally speaking, everything, all the workmanship is done by hand. And very often they are very special occasion uh, clothing. So it, they are, tend to be have ornamental or something different about them. And all the work is done by hand, exquisitely. Even the underpinnings, all the uh, linings are, are of the finest silk. Everything about it uh, speaks of quality, individuality, and perfection. And, and so you all have a, had a vision of bringing that kind of 
thing to God, in essence, to, to design something that would show this beauty, but in a faith-based way that would give honor to God? First of all, when I open my heart for Jesus, I can see I cannot continue my career in fashion because it's so spoiled, and, and my designs before that was so spoiled. And I came to that company who spent a lot of money for my project, and I just say, I can't do that anymore. And I just preach gospel. It was my first preaching in life. <laughs> it was a miracle. They just sent me away. <laughs> yeah, they were, they were a mafia-backed company, correct? Uh, in that moment, I don't know that, but later I understood. It was a serious moment. And some, uh, some later, some people from businessmen, they explained me it was a real big miracle in my life. I, I don't have problem with that because they can kill me and they ask all the money that's spent. But God, God is great. And then I just, I just, I think I, I just give that my dream to God to be fashion designer. And it was my my present to Him. And and later one day. It, 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 it was so amazing time in Russia because Holy Spirit moved so strongly in our country and and a lot of miracles happened. And I share about Jesus with everybody. Some of my friends, they think I'm, I become the crazy because I reject that amazing career and I just share about God and I become shine and I become smiling. I, before that, I never smiling. I was too proud for that. And it was painful for first months because my muscles, it's changed. <laughs> <laughs> and now I'm smiling all the time. It's my normal face. <laughs> but my husband and my best friend was so shocked about what happened with me and even talk about the mental doctor for me. And first of all, I've sent my husband opened his heart for Jesus and all our friends and after a few months we have more than mm, near 100 people around us and they become the cold pastors <laughs> it was interesting we never uh, think about planting church but it's happened by accident yeah you, that's I love that story <laughs> just simply by living and sharing what you discovered you sort of <laughs> organically or naturally planted a church so I, I, I want to talk about this line. When did you have this vision of these, what turned out to be 56 dresses that were sort of based on the story of the Bible? When did you have that, that vision, and, and what happened? How did you get that funded, and how did you develop it? How many years did that take? And run us through the story. One year later, after, after that, I, uh, I was attend a conference in Moscow with my husband. He, he was a young pastor in that moment. And on the pastor's conference, Holy Spirit touched my heart. And I can see an amazing vision. It was for 40 minutes when the preacher preached, I saw how the beautiful dresses, they illustrated all Bible story from creation, how Jesus was uh, crucified, was born and crucified, and how he was resurrected how his resurrection, it was show me, and I can see that by my own eyes. It was like a movie, transparent movie. I, it was an amazing vision, and I understand it's from God. And when I return home, I look at what I can do, because in that moment, all our country was, it was 
trash and it was perestroika and even fabric and food. Food was problem in that moment. Can you imagine we have special tickets for little food? And can you imagine God gave me vision about haute couture collection. It's a beautiful what I never saw before. And what I can do, all what I have, it is my brushes and watercolors, and I begin paint that. So tell us about when you met Leonard Betex, the, the gentleman who funded the development of this collection. Where did you meet him? Because it's, it's an interesting story about how you met him briefly, and then he reached back out to you a few months later. Uh, I think the, it's very important if God show you something to make your steps. And together with my friend, we pray, and we start company, fashion company. And we try to do what we can do. We invite, we are in the best uh, seamstress and tailors. In that moment, it was without job. It was easy for us, and we create some 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 dresses and sold it, sold it, and a lot of miracles happen. And and we create a simple uh, collections that represent Bible story, but it wasn't what God showed me. We, I just uh, bind the white silk and paint it, and God used it. And we was attend in and they the best TV broadcast on prime time and I can share about Jesus for that. I know it wasn't what God showed me, but we make all what we can. I think it's important. And one day after that, it was after three, de- three years, uh, I was attending a uh, of, um, conference, business conference, Christian business conference in Moscow. I was invited to that and have a show. It was an amazing Holy Spirit move. It was wonderful. But on the corridor, I saw the gentleman who speak French. And I prayed for French for many years for revival. I really believe one day it will come. Yeah, God knows. And I jumped for him and say, I pray for France and give him my uh, card, business card. And he looked at me and he even doesn't say something, take my card and doesn't give me his card. And I felt myself so terrible. I think, oh, I'm so, so foolish. What am I doing? Three months later, I received fax. And and that gentleman, he write, I don't know who you are. You gave me your card. And God, every morning, talking to me about you. We need to have meeting. And then he invited me and my partner for business to China. So you went to China with him? Yeah. <laughs> it's funny because... Um, uh, we before that we don't <laughs> fly, so it was first class. Wow, that's a good way to get broken in. Uh, yeah, it was first class fly, and it was so expensive. It was Swiss company, and and we were only two in all first class, and we preached gospel to to stewardess <laughs> for <laughs> ten hours, and they all repent, all came to Jesus. It <laughs> <laughs> was amazing. Ten hours, yeah. <laughs> and when we came to Hong Kong, we came to Hong Kong. And and that guy, he, he write to us, I don't remember how you look, but God will show. And when we came to Hong Kong, God really showed us. 
we just felt in our heart. And then when we go outside, I saw the beautiful white limo with the red velvet seats and I and I look at that and think, oh, it's maybe princess come. Where was their princess? <laughs> 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 and when and we go to the best one of the best hotel in in the world, Shalom uh, Shangrila, and it was an amazing time. We crying, we praying, and the guy just asked us. Then we go to Beijing and met his friends, and and he just asked what we need to do. And I have my sketches. I just take my sketches and say, God told me to create this collection for his glory and illustrate Bible and show the beauty of the Bible to all the world. And he just told, okay, what we need for that? I said, fabric, where are the best fabrics in the world? And he spent half million dollars for this collection. Mm. We created, we spent five, five years to create the best quality and best design I know the Holy Spirit well with us we create we we illustrate we translate Bible to high passion oh, that's fascinating and, <laughs> and you and you tell some interesting stories about when you revealed you had shows in in these places in Jerusalem and other places around the world and what what how did people react I mean did people see something special in these designs Oh, first of all, we think about Paris because usually they, uh, they first show in in France, but God showed Jerusalem, and it was a miracle because it is impossible to have a show in old city, mm -hmm. you know. But God opened doors for us, F so amazing way. Uh, we met uh, uh, Leonard, our partner from Switzerland, who supports that collection. He met a guy. Uh, the hero of Israel, a uh, Jewish general, and he saw the booklet, and and God put desire to him to to invite us, and we in a, our team was invited from the government of Israel, and we have we had show in Citadel of Israel, and people from government forty uh, four hundred people from government of Israel and very important people, they came to our show. And the Holy Spirit was there. It was the same place where Jesus stayed be before Herod and people, and they laughing on him, and he kept silence, and they put him, they closed and laughing of him. And can imagine, 2000 years, same place, they threw the beautiful dresses and beautiful women. He was glorified. So it, it sounds like, I mean, God can be revealed, glorified in, in any number of ways. People don't typically think of fashion, though. But, I mean, really, it's beauty. And that beauty really reveals him, correct? It's, you know, it's prophetic because they, it was performance and it was prophetic. And, and gowns, clothes, it's symbol of something. It could be simple, something terrible, but it could be simple, something beautiful. We have dress represent blood of Jesus. It's beautiful red dress. It is totally hand embroidered, and that some people become the crying just to look at that because it's it's designed. The Holy Spirit gave, gave us this design. Another dress represent bride of Jesus, church. It's 
last dress and and we create that dress uh, for five years and and that dress wasn't ready in Jerusalem uh, we bring part of that dress and for seven days our seamstress and tailors they finish that in Jerusalem and later I understand it was prophetic because the bride of Jesus the church will be finished in Jerusalem oh, that's interesting so what, do you, what are the plans that you have for this collection now? I know you've offered it to the Museum of the Bible that they could it's put it on display. It's my dream. I believe we, we came to Washington, D.C., and we bring collections there. Uh, we spent only $10,000 just to bring there. It's huge collection. It's brilliant collection. It's one of the best fabric in the world in quality. It's translation. Bible to the high fashion language and I believe one day it will be in Bible Museum. I believe God will open door. I pray for that. And it's my desire now to inspire new designers, young designers to create for God's glory, to to use Bible like inspiration because when I read Bible I can see so lot of beauty. We need it. We need something fresh, new, and beautiful. Because in fashion now, fashion in crisis, if you go to the store, you look around, and it's terrible. I'm so sorry. I'm fashion designer, but I can tell you what's happened with us. We don't have nice clothes. We 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 wear in something terrible because Satan tried to steal our beauty. He jealous us. But in Jesus, we can create something stylish, fresh, and beautiful and my desire to inspire hundreds young designers to create with him and our new project that foundation as I, I call the Leonard he passed away and when he died I it was my desire to create foundation with his name because we must continue to do something and change culture and now two different ways in fashion freedom without beauty it's broken beauty, not nice, not, not beautiful. And beauty without freedom, when the Muslim influence with hijab, but it's beautiful, but it's without freedom. But Christian could create beauty in freedom. We can do that. And please pray for that. Encourage young designers, encourage young talent to create for his glory and change our culture. That's outstanding. We can feel the passion. And that's a great segue. And maybe, Annabelle, can you tell us about the foundation and, and what you're trying to accomplish about this competition coming up? How can people support you? Well, when Eliona first uh, shared with me this, um, this her passion to influence and, and to uh, encourage young designers to change, uh, to, to help change our culture, um, as she said, that is, is going down such a dark path. Um, there was a couple of us that, um, that really wanted to come alongside her to um, make this possible. And, we, and she'd had in her heart to create something for, uh, to honor um, Le Mr. Leonard. Um, so we created the Leonard uh, Charitable F um, Foundation to support the young designers that she's inviting to, um, to enter this competition. And I think she will say a little bit more about it, about um, inviting uh, people to submit their designs. And she will choose, uh, or there will be four finalists who, who are chosen to come to Washington, D.C. 
to um, to show their work during the Washington Fashion Week. They'll be shown to the public and the press. And where are you all? Where are you all at in this process? That you're receiving applications now, or you're putting out a call for applications? How, how's this working? We receive application now. It is for young designer from 18 until 14, 40 years old. And it could be uh, professional designers or maybe students or maybe even not professional but love sewing and love design. And they could s- uh, send us their sketches and photos of their work. And they it's, it's f- first level. And then... Um, a second level of competition uh, is create uh, six, ten um, draft for uh, capsule collection inspired by Bible. This year it will be creation, creation, the first book of Bible. And then for that we uh, four finalists. It's international. It's not on only from America. From America, it's from every country. We can. We can <laughs> invite the be- most best talented designers. It's in not only for Christian, just for young designers, and they, uh, and we will pay for four finalists. Uh, invite to f- uh, to Washington D.C. Spend one week together, and they have some classes and prayer and inspiration, and then show. Uh, uh, make show on uh, Washington DC Fashion Week. It's important for young designer to to be attend uh, event like that. And all that uh, what we created, we want to inspire young designers to use Bible for inspiration. So can can you got thirty seconds? How can pastors and churches and others support this effort? Mm-hmm. Because uh, you know, we really want to um, reach out to those that don't yet know the Bible or, or understand about Jesus, but knowing that the beauty by God will really touch their heart. It speaks to the spirit. And uh, so we just really want to ask um, the churches and the people to be praying with us for these people. Um, there is so much involved in this. There, just for the hearts of the people that are even reading about it on the Beauty by God US website, thinking about the competition, that it will give them a new insight. So we want to, um, to ask you to pray with us for, for the people, to pray for the resources to make it happen, because there's not one of us that can make it happen on our own. We need the community. We need all of you within your community to come alongside us in prayer, in, in time, in talent, in resources. All those things are needed. And to support um, our four finalists who come to Washington to have the opportunity to learn and grow in their work and in their faith. Great, thank you. Look, we, we've got to wrap it up. Um, uh, you know, there's hope for my wardrobe. I, I think my wife is probably listening to this. But look, thank you so much for joining us, Eliona and Annabelle. Um, listeners want to find out more about the Leonard Foundation. Uh, find out about this amazing competition. Uh, visit their website at beautybygod.us. Ed, my friend, talk us out of here. This is Ed and Sal signing off from Grayson 30 on WERALP Arlington 96.7 FM. Have a great night, and be sure to tune into Grace.